Obviously, I'm very busy in the morning. So uh, I bring in a thermos of coffee. And over the course of the morning, four or five hours, it starts to get a little cold. And I inevitably have about a quarter of the thermos left at the end of the show. Because mm-hmm. I also drink water at the same time. And sometimes when you're talking, as we do, and you know we're talking amongst ourselves uh, in between the music and all of that as well, you start to get a little hoarse, so you want to have a little water. Sure. So anyway, I, I tend to have leftover coffee. But by the time the coffee is not hot any longer, it just kind of has that... Uh, yeah. It has that burnt taste to it. And listen, yeah. I like very strong black coffee. I you don't put do. cream in it, and that's because I'm looking <laughs> for the kick. But when you drink that kind of high-test coffee with nothing in it, and you let it get cold, it really doesn't taste that great. Yeah, it's not so good. Well, I got a surprise on my desk yesterday, and now this morning I'm all about this. Rochelle brought in a porcelain coffee mug from home. <laughs> now, we, we have, of course, use coffee mugs at home and bring a thermos to the office because we had to fill it up at home and then bring it here. We mm-hmm. do not have coffee pots at our building. No, we're not think, allowed to. Yeah, I think they used to have them, but now they don't want people congregating with COVID still going around and all of that baloney. So, right. So we make the coffee at home, bring it in the thermos. But now I, I bring in the thermos and I pour it gradually into the cup. Yes. And I believe that my transformation into a British person is now complete. <laughs> because I got to tell you, I just feel so much uh, fancy. I have such a... Uh, you have such a more fantastical coffee drinking experience, pinkies up, <laughs> uh-huh. to drink your coffee out of a mug. Sure. So I feel like I need to cross my leg, read the paper, and sit here and drink my coffee out of the mug. I feel so much uh, so much more proper than just drinking it out of a plastic thermos, you know? If you were a true Brit, you'd be drinking tea, not burnt tasting coffee, though. <laughs> Listen, they got all up in arms <laughs> when we threw the tea in the ocean. At least I can do. Least I can do is have a little coffee. Okay. Yeah, I, I suppose that's true. But I do feel fancy drinking it out of a mug at work. I don't think I've ever done this before. Ever? No. Not really? at work. Well, not at work, no. See, I used to keep at our old place where we worked that we used to have a, the Keurig machine yeah. that they had. So I used to keep my mug and I would always drink it because I actually hate drinking out of plastic or metal or I Isn't this just, a funny thing how depending on the kind of cup or mug or thermos you use it affects the flavor of whatever you're drinking? It absolutely does. It's true with uh, liquor, it's mm-hmm. true with coffee. I yes. think it's especially true with coffee. It yeah. is true with tea. Mm-hmm. It could even be true with uh with soft drinks, you know? I it, it is absolutely true because I think there's a difference in taste when you are pouring something into a regular glass as opposed to plastic and soda in particular. I is one thing I do like in plastic. You remember you go to Pizza Hut and they'd get those red plastic cups. Yeah. It was always so much better in that than putting it in a glass. But every other drink I like in a glass or in a ceramic cup. Everything else. Well, I'm going to say the rules go like this. You, you paper for McDonald's Coca-Cola or <sighs> movie theater Coca-Cola. Yeah. You know, that super sweet uh, soda. Yeah. I'm going to say the paper cup is just fine for that. Okay. Uh, you want to go uh, ceramic mug if you're doing coffee or tea. Sure. You want it because there's some people drink use glass coffee mugs. That's terrible. I don't like the glass coffee mugs either. I we got some of those for as a wedding gift. Actually, yeah. I never even unpack them because it, it gets cold quick. It tastes different. And then I you got to go like glass, it. stemless, or otherwise for wine. And you got to go. Yes. Uh, you got to go tumbler if you're doing any kind of alcohol. Well, there's a different kind. And then for beer, you got to go can. You got to go can or draft. Well, draft you drink out of a out of a glass. Not then. me. I go right to the spigot. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about fancy British You're guy. You're so proper. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere on the free Boss app. 
1071 theboss.com to good morning america hello hi it is july the 14th 2022 and another big one ahead today more cash coming up with the secret celebrity we'll play the voice a couple times for you then 9 10 this morning a little later on this morning your next chance to call in and try and win that cash jackpot mm-hmm. before we get there we'll do uh, tips your toddler it is of course thirsty thursday this is like a little mini tradition a little something we look forward to uh people Get on the line, and we've got them lined up, ready to go. And we got to figure out this crazy story they tell. It happened when they were a little kid, or when they were intoxicated. Right. <laughs> he said, she said. at seven fifty. Mom confessions. We'll do that at seven twenty and nine twenty. Uh, we'll do the fast five, the birthday file, bulletin boards coming right up. This is pretty good. Condi Nast has released a list of complaints, real complaints that travel agents say they have uh, gotten from dissatisfied customers. Oh, okay. That's kind of an amazing thing. And I'm not poo-pooing it at all. I'm just surprised that in this day and age we can go on Priceline and do all these kind of things yourself, that a travel agent is still a lucrative business. But apparently it is. Yeah. So far be it for me, because I guess I really don't know what I'm talking about. But I, would, I wouldn't I would think necessarily to go and have somebody, because remember it used to be this novel thing to get on a plane, right, you wore right. a suit and tie. It was like this very fancy, formal, you know, once in a lifetime kind of thing. You go on a big trip around the world on mm-hmm. Pan Am or something like that. But now anybody can go online and just book himself a flight like it's nothing. And there's all these, uh, you know, there's circus airlines, all these. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot easier to travel than it used to be because people used to go to a travel agent because they would know who to call and how to book your flight and get your hotel. But now you do everything online. You can, but I will say I have booked a trip through a travel agent. And, and they do is, a great job, right? It's fabulous. And usually they find you a better deal. I, I love searching for travel deals. I travel a lot, yeah. but not big trips. So when you're going on a cruise, you're doing an all-inclusive or something where you're trying to, you've got a schedule to go do an excursion while you're there, you go to the travel agent. They have hookups at every resort, and they can automatically, they, once you get there, everything's done. And that's what you want when you're on vacation. You don't want to have to deal with the stress. So if you're going to pay to go on the vacation, you might as well use the travel agent and let them book it, too. I guess that's a good point, is they've got hookups that the general public yeah. would not be aware of necessarily. And they know schedules. They know specials. They know that the right time to go. They know the insurance that you need. I mean, because it can be it can be really confusing if you're doing a whole trip, not just a flight somewhere with a hotel. I bet they get access to those fast passes at all the theme parks. Probably, those, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I think I've mentioned before when I was a kid, we used to go every year to Florida. Mm-hmm. So inevitably, we do a day at Disney World, and it was just you know it was, it was no big deal, right? But now you look and it's these mobs of people. Yeah, you got to pay the extra money or else you spend your whole damn day standing in line. Right. You know, right? It's not even worth it. <laughs> so these are real complaints that travel agents say they have gotten from dissatisfied customers. Just goes to show you that people are kind of stupid, I guess. Okay. <laughs> this is the, I'm just going to read the comments as they are. Okay. Uh, the hotel should not allow topless sunbathing on their beach. It was very distracting for my husband. I just wanted to relax. <laughs> Down, boy. Down. I get it. Uh, listen, I have been to a resort where they allowed this, okay? Uh-huh. And it's never the people that you would want to see, okay? Mm-hmm. It's disgusting old European men <laughs> walking around with their testicles hanging out, sure, okay? Sure, sure. It is never sexy, good-looking people of either gender, all right? It's also just an awkward thing. Like, I... I get the tan line situation. I really do get that. But if you're at a resort and you're you're totally tired, di- I mean, it's just kind of awkward. You're next to somebody you don't know. And I don't know. We went to and- a European-owned hotel on one of my trips to Florida. Yeah. And and the, the pool was 
anything goes. Really? So, there were, so you were with your family? I was with my sister. My oh, sister and okay. I went on a trip together. Okay. And we're just sitting there, you know. That's very awkward. <laughs> we got the uh, the suntan oil on our nose and we're sitting there having a little mojito. Yeah. And here comes this old guy with gray hair and he's stark naked walking around. Well, I mean, I grant you, there might have been a couple of younger people, but generally uh-huh. you feel as if this is an opportunity for the homeliest amongst us to go, look at what God gave me. You know, you know? what I think it is? I think you reach a certain point in your life when you just don't give a shit anymore you just don't you're it's like, fine i'm not saying like, i'm not saying any, i'm not trying to be ageist at all no, I know. it wasn't that it was that this guy was old and ugly okay <laughs> i mean he had a he had a nose like a bird okay look like an eagle you know what though good for him good for him you do your vacation like you want to do it i guess <laughs> on the trip to india that you booked me i was disgusted to find that every restaurant served food with curry I thought I specifically said I don't like spicy food, <laughs> which is fine. But I mean, you went to India. That is one of their specialties. Oh, people love complaining. I love that. <laughs> On the holiday you booked me to Spain, I had a problem with taxi drivers. None of them spoke English. Everyone spoke Spanish. <laughs> These are real complaints to travel agents after a trip. America. <laughs> now, excuse me. Do you do you know how to get to Alabama from here? <laughs> Come on. You booked me an excursion to a water park, but no one told us that we'd have to bring our own swimsuits and towels. We assumed it would just be included for the extravagant price. I can't with people. We'll just jump in naked. I can't. I was just naked at the pool. I guess I'll jump in over here, too. The beach at the resort you sent us was too sandy. We had to clean everything when we returned to our room. Too much sand. I love... It was too sandy. They must send out like a questionnaire or something, and this is what they get back. Too much sand. Too sandy. I am not making these up. These are absolutely real. There's another one about sand. We found the sand was not like the sand in the brochure picture. (laughs) The brochure that you gave us that sold my wife and I on the resort was white as snow. This was more yellow. Oh, my gosh. Are there people peeing in the sand? (laughs) I love it. On my recent vacation to Puerto Vallarta... The uh, lazy local shopkeepers close in the afternoons. <gasps> wow. I needed to buy things. <laughs> this should be banned. <laughs> it should be banned. Like it's the travel agent's fault. <laughs> How dare you take a break, good sir. I enjoyed the vacation, but on the boat ride that you booked for my family and I, the children are very scared. You did not tell us there would be many fish in the water. <laughs> the brochure for the Airbnb... Said this was a fully equipped kitchen. Not true. Not an egg slicer to be found in the drawers. I like eggs every morning for breakfast. An egg slicer? I don't even know what that is. An egg slicer? It took us nine hours to fly home from Jamaica to England. It took the Americans that sat next to us next to us only three hours to get home. That seems awfully unfair. Well, <laughs> I don't think you understand time differences here. All right, this might be my favorite one. You booked us at a resort, and for the prices, I thought it was outrageous that when I compared the one-bedroom suite that we got to the three-bedroom suite that you booked for our friends, our room was significantly smaller. Can't make it up. Amazing. Actual complaints to travel agents. That makes me want to be a travel agent so I can respond back to these people. You just can't fix stupid. You know what they say. Amazing. These might be the kind of people you tell them COVID is just still get everything closed. Just stay home, okay? (laughs)
So close to another weekend, you can almost smell it. <laughs> Thanks for sending these into us. Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page, 1071theboss.com, or by going to our Facebook or texting us, 774-4444. This is, of course, the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Big events going on this weekend, every weekend. Uh, you, if you got something you think we should mention, especially if it's a community event, a charity event for a local organization trying to do a little good in the hood, just send it along to us, and we'll do our best to get it on the CBB. The Church of the Epiphany in Brick is having their big attack. Festival That's going on Thursday, the 18th of August through the 21st with carnival rides, craft vendors, delicious funnel cake, and other food and delights. You know they're going to have great food. Mm-hmm. Beer and Wine Garden 2, churchoftheepiphany.org for all the info. Here comes the hot Halloween. What? That's <laughs> happening Tuesday, August 30th, 3 to 7, Jenkinson's Boardwalk. Come in costume. Enjoy underwater uh, carving at the aquarium. A Halloween show, crafts, and face painting. You see, because it's summertime, but they're dressing yeah. up anyway. It's a hot Halloween. Can you get pumpkins in, in August? I mean, I'm sure you can send them, get them oh, from somewhere. Or okay. Get styrofoam what are they, ones. What are they carving? TJ Maxx or something. <laughs> Watermelon carving? <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be juicy. Jenkinsons.com for all the info. Of course, that's in Point Pleasant Beach. Concert and car show is happening at Manalapan Parks and Recreation tomorrow at 730 in the evening. Concludes with a firework display. You'd like more info on that one, it's ntnj.org for the info. We get a lot of events coming up. Uh, our own Tom Cunningham is on the move with a bunch of big Springsteen events. It's a big week. If you're a Bruce fan, you can go to uh, 1071theboss.com, click Community Events, Station Events to get more on that. See when a Boss Roadie is going to be on tour, win some free Boss Summer shirts, or those highly coveted recyclable Boss bags. Just a couple of things we thought you, yes, you, needed to know this morning. Got a note from Greg. Got an email from Greg. He forwarded me an article. He said, I think you guys will like this. And it is kind of interesting. There's a list of uh, rules that are probably a good idea. Chefs were asked, uh, you know, things you should always uh, do in the kitchen that uh, the poll showed that most people do not do. Does it make sense? Oh, like an everyday like an everyday kitchen or like in a restaurant kitchen? Yeah, like, well, I suppose both. Oh, okay. But these are rules that professionals would follow. And then based on the polling, they asked, uh, you know, the users, people go, yeah, you know, 64% of people said, no, I don't do that. Oh, okay. Is that making sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I understand. For example, like, don't put pepper on steak. It'll really? just burn it. Really? Now, I had never heard that before. Apparently, professionals, uh, this is oftentimes in the fancy steakhouses why you don't get the salt and pepper. But a majority of people said that they'll put salt and pepper on steak, put pepper on steak, too. I definitely put pepper on steak. Would I you put not. red hot pepper on steak? Because you like red hot uh, on just about everything. I would. I have a I have a pepper or I have a steak seasoning that I use that has pepper in it. It's got salt, pepper, red pepper, flake, garlic, you know, all the all the things you expect. I didn't realize that pepper just burns, though. A uh, proper filet is supposed to just be as it is, prepared just with the with meat. With nothing? No seasoning? I mean, that's what you're saying here. Interesting. Yeah. And you just put a little dollop of the sauce in the side if you want to dunk it, you uh, know? Okay. No Throw- salt? Really? Throwing out a whole block of cheese when there's mold on it. Oh, absolutely. No, you would do that. Goodbye. Yeah. We just talked about this. If there's like a dot of something on a piece of bread or cheese, the whole thing's got to go. I can see for bread, it's funny. With bread, I get it. But with cheese, I feel like you just cut around it a little bit because cheese is mold in and of itself. So I'm thinking there's like a... It's not all molds, though. Like, you're talking blue cheese, the Gruyere. Not all cheese is moldy cheese. That is moldy cheese. Well, all cheese is aged... Because it comes from milk, I guess, but it's got preservatives and stuff in it, so what? it does. It's not supposed to 
you know, be blue. That's I don't eat blue cheese. Well, you think about it, alcohol is is mold. It's fermented. It's because it's sitting there. You I know guess what I mean? I'm okay with that kind of mold, but <laughs> no no dots on my cheese or on my bread. I'm throwing it away. I think this is a litigation thing for professionals where they figure I better if it's got any trace of mold, I better get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, because one person gets sick, I'm screwed. Especially you know? in a professional kitchen, you can't let that happen. Um, not using extra virgin olive oil, using cheaper oils with uh, oh. higher smoke points. Your mom taught me that. Yeah. You never use anything other than EVOO. That's all you can use. I think it depends because there's certain stuff you just need to throw a little oil in the pan. Why, you know, extra virgin olive oil is expensive, especially the, the high test it is, EVO. You but know? it's better for you, number one. You need, I, yeah, you it, need less of it. And it, does, it doesn't burn as quickly. But I have used things like coconut oil or avocado oil. Those, those are also very good, but those are also healthy fat ones. They're not like the canola oil. Yeah. That's, don't use that. It's not good. It's not good for you. Don't use it. <laughs> you could send your letters canola. <laughs> it's not good for you. Care of Rochelle I'm sorry. Gagnon, 1071 <laughs> The Boss, Neptune, New Jersey. Uh, putting, uh, cooking anything acidic in a cast iron pan. That's another one that my uh, mother, my grandmother, everybody would say is that uh, you can uh, irritate the pan yeah. and then it lets out. I, because I think the pans used to have lead years right, ago. Right, right. And that's where they get this idea that at high heat, the acid right. can eat through the pan. I really want to own a cast iron pan. I've oh. always wanted one, but I have no idea how to take care of it. So I refuse to buy one because they're very expensive yeah. and you can't, you don't, you can't hand wash them. You don't put them in the dishwasher, obviously. I have no idea how to take care. You have to season them. You have to put them. I, I don't know what to but do. But the thing with the pans, you know, lead in the pan and you can't use it. Or, uh, you know, the, lead in it. Well, that's what I think part of it is that the pan cracks or something that they, you know, release a chemical. Isn't that what they say? Just like you put plastic in the microwave or that old well, thing about don't let your gas tank get too low. You get water in your tank. That, those are all, that's all old. That's what, that's what I think. I, mean, I probably that. stupidly just assume that, well, everything's made better now. Maybe it isn't. I don't really well, know. Well, cast iron is iron. So, I mean, there's... Yeah. No, there's <laughs> but if the iron breaks down with the acid, it can release chemicals oh, into I'm the food, sure. isn't I'm it? I'm sure. Yeah. But again, you have to take I'm care of I'm thinking of, of the uh, the frying pan. You know, the, the Teflon there could break... And then you get... No, they don't... I don't think they isn't make... is the them- one that used to have lead in it? Some of the pans used to have lead, it. and I've again, if they cracked that. from the high heat, it would it could affect your food. Okay, I don't know. There's probably some Newsweek story that started this whole <laughs> conspiracy theory. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cooking with uh, anything other than a table wine, because you know people say they buy like a cheap three dollar bottle and cook with that. Oh yeah. Most people say that's what they do. The chefs will tell you, you should if it's a wine that you would drink, it's a wine you would cook with. No difference. Well, that's it. If you watch Lydia on PBS doing her, she says she just cooks with whatever wine she's drinking. Yeah. So I like that. You just a little pour for the pan, a little pour for you. I feel like that's a waste of good wine to put it in the pan because it's going to evaporate to some degree. Well, in the yeah, heat. it won't though. It won't evaporate the flavor. It'll just evaporate the alcohol. For so somebody that's... that barely knows how to make a cup of coffee, isn't it amazing how I have such opinions <laughs> on what do. to do in the kitchen? You do. You do. How about this? Eating cookie dough, the undercooked oh. cookie dough. I'll eat that all day. That's no, a oh, I love it. I've had the professionals tell you this is not a good idea. Listen, if Rocky can, raw egg if it. Rocky can crack a whole dozen <laughs> eggs in a, a cup and drink them, I can have a little cookie dough. It's okay. How about mixing seafood and cheese? See, I don't. I've never. You're not supposed to mix seafood and dairy. I've Did never you know understood that because. You go to a restaurant and they've got a tuna melt on there. And I realize that tuna is not a fine salmon. I thought that was a kosher thing, but I guess a lot of chefs agree that it's a bad mix of flavors. I, I don't I don't really understand that. Again, you, you do mix them all the time. I'm not saying to put a, a piece of American cheese on a raw piece of salmon. I, I think yeah. that would probably be weird. But cream cheese and lox, that's cheese and, and salmon. You make an excellent a point. tuna melt is, is tuna with mayo in it and cheese. So I don't... 
don't. I never really understood that one. Is there anything know. that vodka doesn't go with? My answer is no. There is not. Uh, <laughs> no, there is maybe not. in in a beer. I think that might be gross. But <laughs> isn't that uh, called a car bomb? Is that what that is? <laughs> I think that's what you're describing Something there. Something like that. I'm sure there's some holiday where that is the appropriate drink, okay? Anyway, that was a good email. Thank you, Greg. It's almost like hitting a pothole. Just when you think it's never going to happen again, it does. It's time for Tipsy or Toddler every Thursday. We line up phone callers. And by the way, if you would like to be on Tipsy or Toddler, shoot us a text message, 774-4444-732-774-4444, or message us on our page, uh, the Facebook page, or at 1071theboss.com. If you get a great story, and then it, don't tell us when it happened, it'll be up to us to guess that it happened to you, this crazy thing, when you were a kid or when you were drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you will put you on the air, you tell the story, and we'll guess. And it's fun to play along at home. This is how it happens every Thursday, Thursday, tipsy or toddler. Let's start on line number one. This is Steve. I was racing a friend oh. and fell in a pile of Oh. <laughs> a pile of manure, as it, as okay. it were. Okay. Well, that could definitely go either way. I'm going to say tipsy because it would be funnier. <laughs> sure. Let's do tipsy. Steve? I was a drunk all uh, right. Uh, when I went to college, it was, I was out in the country, and we all got drunk one night at this one guy's farm, and <laughs> he started bragging about how fast he was, and he said he could beat me in a race. So, you know, challenge accepted. Yeah, yeah. Except, here's the thing, it was at night, and in the dark, in a pasture, and <laughs> I was smoking him. Then... I lost my footing, and as I tried to recover, I stumbled. I went oh. face first through a huge pile of horse. Yeah, gross. Way to lose a race. <laughs> That's so. I thought gross. he was going to say it was from a cow. It was cow manure, but Does, uh, is that better? No, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Ugh. It's funny. If he had gone right up to the point of telling us whether or not he was drunk or not, mm-hmm. I would have figured it out. With more detail, it became clear yes. that this was a drunk story. Yeah. I was with my friends. We were out at some farm that right. this guy had. Right. And we were out in this pasture. <laughs> and then he said how fast he was. Now I know. I know you're a drunk person. Because <laughs> all, all of this behooves the behavior, the thinking of a person who's had a few too many. You're faster than me. I'm faster than you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Go back to line one. I got arrested for stealing a boat. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, is that you? Is that you, Joe? That's awesome. He's a drunk. You gotta be drunk. Yeah, yeah, gotta be a drunk. drunk. I'm just not sure. And this is with all due respect to the young people listening to our show. I'm not sure a kid could pull off a boat heist. I don't. Yeah, I I could be wrong. I don't know. I was a little kid. Really? And I took my neighbor's rowboat out on the canal. Oh. And when I returned it to my neighbor's dock, he saw me running back into my house and decided to call the cops. And uh, he had me arrested. (gasps) Well, probably. 20 years now, and he still won't even talk to our family. I mean, all of that makes perfect sense to me. You stole his rowboat. He so. brought it back. Well, still. And it was a rowboat. What a jerk. He should have called the police. It was the right thing to do. The kid needed a little lesson. ridiculous. See, I was thinking when he said it, we must be watching too many of these Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, giant yacht. Right. In so, fact, it was just a little rowboat. I, I was also thinking that, but I don't think he... That's ridiculous. What a jerk of a neighbor. I mean, he brought the boat back. I'd like to point out, for those that uh, join us every single day for the Festivities here yesterday. You mentioned that if you're going to commit a crime, you might as well take a selfie. So, <laughs> yeah, he, you really do have a warped world view. You know that, don't you? All right, let's go back to line three. This is Andre. I swallowed my pet fish while it was alive. <gasps> oh my god! Oh, 
I almost want to hang up on that's you, brother. Awful. That's, that's, that's terrible. Awful. But I'm going to say you were a little kid. I'm going to say you were tipsy. I'm going to hope a, you were no, just a... No, because kids love their pets. You, you wouldn't do that. I'm just hoping you were a kid that had never been taught right from wrong, Andre. Yeah. So, no, I was a little kid. Okay. My goldfish had like a few skills that looked like they were you know, turning color. So what I did was I had it in my mouth, latch tail, and yeah, I was holding it up to the light. And the slippery fish just like shot down my throat, you know, just reflexively swallowed it. Uh. And, uh, you know, I, I cried for days and uh. it was just horrible. And since then, I've had an eating another fish. Okay, well, that's good. At least it was an accident. I guess I'll give you that. But And also, I eat fish. It's not like I'm a pescatarian. Is that when you just eat fish and not vegetable? What is it where you just eat fish? The uh, pescatarian. Okay, fine. Well, I I certainly will eat a nice uh, hunk of salmon, so I don't know why I'm giving a guy such a hard time. Well, number one, it was his pet, and number two, he (laughs) ate it alive. (laughs) (laughs) But number three, why would you hold it in your mouth? Well, you have two hands. You need both hands for the light to look at the Well, he was a little kid. He didn't know any better. He feels terrible. He cried for so, a week. But he put it in his mouth. <laughs> That's so weird. That just seems so strange to me. Andre might not be the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> like that Smash Mouth song. You know what I mean? Wow, okay. Yeah, man. You're an all-star. Get your game on. Wow. All right. That's enough of that. Tipsy or toddler. You watching any of that uh, Tour de France? No. Is that happening right now? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm certainly not somebody that... Uh, and by the way, that is kind of a funny... Uh, quirk of Americans that we seem to be the least interested in in anything other than football and baseball than any other country <laughs> on earth. We like hockey. I guess we like hockey, but certainly not as much as the Canadians, you know? I mean, we like hockey. We do. I guess. We do, but it just seems like we're not as... I, it's just strange to me because the whole world is watching the Tour de France and, you know, you're someone who reads a paper and you didn't I even do. know what was going on I right now. I had no idea. You no. would have no idea who won the last World Cup, right? No, I have no idea. Neither would I. But <laughs> shame on me. I have no idea. Because like a two billion people watch these things around the world, and Americans make up such a small slice of it. It's kind of a funny thing. Now, what I was going to say is I'm certainly not somebody that is into you know bicycling or racing or anything like that. <laughs> no. I, I don't watch NASCAR no. either. And, by the, and nobody but Americans watch NASCAR. for some, Now, you'd think that would have a lot of appeal, you know, race cars and stuff. Well, but, isn't there just like the Autobahn? And like there's I this. Yes, but, you know, NASCAR is like such a American kind of thing, you know? <laughs> or is the Tour de France is such a hoity-toity, like, European sort of thing. This sure. is like I was talking about with the coffee mug. Uh, but anyway, I've been watching a little bit of it. It's kind of fascinating. It hooks you in, you know, at least for 20 minutes or so to watch mm-hmm. the racing. And it takes you through these beautiful towns. It's not like it's on a track or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And yet I could never put myself in the headspace. I could never imagine being the kind of athlete that could do something like this. Can you, you know? I mean, it's kind of similar you hear about, you think about, uh, you know, Amelia Earhart. You know, yeah, getting in an yeah, airplane yeah. and flying around the world. She packed a couple sandwiches and that's right. it. I mean, I would be so... I guess I'm too much of a diva to be able to do such a thing. I just well, you can't know imagine. What, you know what divas do in order to get the same experience without having to do the Tour de France? Well, you play a video game? No, you hop on your Peloton and you turn on the Tour de France little button and it takes you through all the little trails. Now, wait a you, minute. That's a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you, so I know the Peloton is a bike that's got those screens and a lot of the treadmills and stuff have the TV yeah, screens it, now. A lot, of, a lot of just the regular treadmills and... And uh, ellipticals, you can do. You can actually run courses just like that. Do the same course, and they'll put you on the elevation. They'll make they'll make the traction harder, so you can actually do the same thing without leaving your gym. Now that's interesting because I, I always put preconditions on exercise. I'm like, oh, it's a little too hot today. I mm-hmm. can't go for a walk. Oh, it's going to rain today. Yeah. I can't go for a walk. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If <laughs> if only the treadmill was like a virtual reality experience where you put on the thing, and it you know you're, it looks like, it sounds like, it smells like, it feels like. 
You know, you know, like uh-huh. you go to the theme park, and when the, uh, the they put you in front of the big screen, and then they have the the sense, and they yeah, spray yeah. a little water on yeah, you to make you feel like you're really yeah. If the treadmill, if exercising could be like that, mm-hmm. then maybe I would exercise more. You would you would get up and actually do it, or you would just sit on the couch with like the VR things. No, on I'm your- saying if the treadmill actually made it feel like you were running through. Uh, the streets of Paris or something, I might be more apt to go to the gym. Although after I do it the first time, I probably be bored with it anyway. Say, yeah. I, I hear you, and I, I think you have good intentions in saying that. I highly doubt you would do that more than once and for I more than 10 minutes. I highly doubt your fat ass would get off the couch. <laughs> You'd be sitting there with your triscuits watching YouTube like usual. That's not what I mean. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, that's exactly what you mean. And you know it. And you know it. I, I can't get you to walk down the little nature trail that's by our house. There's no way you're like, oh, I'm going to go on the treadmill because I'm walking through the streets well, of Well, if Paris. it was a full virtual reality experience, it'd be like taking a, a life-changing trip no, because from the you, convenience you, of your treadmill. You can't stop at the bakery and get a baguette. You can't stop at the cafe and get a coffee. Are you like- virtual reality having a baguette? <laughs> I was in Paris. We. Oui. <laughs> No, you're right. The pre- my whole premise here is is it wholly flawed, right? <laughs> but I appreciate the thought. I yeah. think that is a great idea. Also, honestly. it would have to be a treadmill because I can't get on can't get on a Peloton, can't get on a regular bike because it hurts the zone. You, you know gotta what I'm get the, you gotta get the gel seat. They make special gel seats. I've never been, I've been so on good. a couple of bicycles in my day. I've never been on a bicycle that doesn't hurt the zone. Well, it's you, you got you build a little callus up there. You're all right. You're fine. <laughs> And I don't know if it's that I've got a large, I definitely don't have a big butt, so I must have either a large tailbone or large balls. Uh It's it's one of the two. They're not comfortable. It doesn't matter whether you have the balls or not. They're just not the most comfortable thing. You have no idea. You might tell me that I don't know how painful childbirth is. You have no idea. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) Are you having a baguette? Time for hashtag mom. God fashions. We do this every morning, 7.20 and 9.20. We hear from moms. Sometimes you're just trying to get the kids up off the couch. Little activity is good for the kiddos, too. Yes. Send them in to us. We might share it right here. Tom Haley said, my daughter made a new best friend, Mike, at summer camp. My best friend is also named Mike. Last night, I told my wife I was meeting Mike out for a beer, and my daughter explained, my friend, Mike? Yes, I'm having drinks with the preschooler, and then we're getting matching tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) It's better than an imaginary friend. (laughs) Jamming Jenny 33 said, took my kids to the grocery store to teach them math, and she got frustrated by having to count and yelled, why can't we just use the credit card like dad does? Well, there you go. That's what it's for. Don't leave home without it. (laughs) Britt Crawford said, it's safer for me to stick my arm in a beehive than try to talk to my nine-year-old when he first wakes up in the morning. Well, you're the parent. Just remember that. You control this whole situation. (laughs) Oh, they're pretty crabby in the morning. Well, it's you know a lot. what? They just go downstairs, put on the VR helmet, and go to Paris, okay? <laughs> I'll have a baguette with you. Hashtag mom. <laughs> Every morning, 720 and 9.20. I will admit this. I am not someone who is terrific with money. Now, I don't have a great business acumen. I'm not the kind of person that would know how to invest. I'm not the person who knows really how to... Uh, play the stock market mm-hmm. any of that i read about these things they interest me but i'm really not sure. good at that uh i used to have an agent and let them handle all my contracts that sort of stuff uh i'm just broke so what difference does it really make <laughs> i'm just grateful to be eating you yeah. know i have a roof over my head yeah uh, but joking aside i'm really somebody who's not really good with money when it comes to figuring out the uh, the tip i'm bad with that 
It seems I've always got, uh, you know, I always owe at the end of the year when I file my taxes. Well, so, so I'm just not a yeah. person who really understands. Well, no, seriously, you say that and go, well, that's not uncommon. And it isn't uncommon. No. But, you know, all these super rich guys, they know how to transfer this to this account, which is a low yield. And if it's in this, you know what I'm saying? They know how to save money. I'm just not one of those people. I don't like math. I don't get math. And so I think for that reason, <laughs> I, have a, I have a weird relationship with my, I'm more of a, a creative kind of guy. I'm sure. not a money guy. Sure. I think no, I people that. that understand like a, like a ledger. You know, they're, those are the people that are really good at being rich because they understand <laughs> what to do and yeah. how to make. Yeah, I mean, I unless you're like that. some idiot Kardashian and you just get the money handed to you. Right. The people right. that start with nothing and then make a fortune, they're really say what you want about Bezos and Elon Musk and all these people. They got to be good with they're numbers. Smart. They yeah. got to be good with how to deal with cash. Right. That ain't me. OK. <laughs> Having said that, I mean, I'm not a complete fool. So I am, you know, I am able to go and. Do some things in life. And we went and purchased a new car. I know we mentioned that not that long ago. Right. So we had the deal. I said, well, I see that you're getting these, uh, you get what you paid for the car. Right. So then I take that, I get some money back, and I use it to put toward a new car. We actually got more than we owed on the car by turning in the car, which is one of the reasons that we had talked about doing that in the first place. Because all of the the auto industry is kind of suffering right now due to shortages. And so they're looking for pre-owned cars. Right. So I don't want to give exact numbers here, but let's just say, so we had a car, we had an SUV, really nice really nice one yes. that's worth x amount of dollars right so I go into the place and i say what what do you think it's worth they go well it's worth this and i said i agree i looked it up on the deal i looked the vin number and it is worth that right and i owe this much on it so the amount that you would give me for it the value of it would then wipe out what i owe right and would give me some cash to put down and i'll buy a new car from exactly. you and the guy at the dealership goes this sounds great to me exactly. let's do it so they pay off the loan and i sign the thing authorizing them to do that yep. and they have the cash and i say don't give me the cash just put it toward and then give me a new payment plan for the new car mm-hmm. and i'll do another deal for another couple of years or exactly. whatever it is yes. and it works out fine i got a notice in the mail yesterday that it has now seriously damaged my credit score <laughs> I mean, it's down like 15%. Yeah. And you know what? The, and what does the letter say? Well, tell them what the letter says. I can't even say. <laughs> the letter says that you need to uh, get into more debt in order to raise your credit score because you're only using 14% of your available credit, whatever that means. So, like, your debt to income ratio is only at 14%. No, it sounds like we're kidding about this. Like, we're just kind of dumbing it down and giving you the Reader's Digest that, version. I'm, That's I'm, literally what it I'm says from a, from a right credit now. company. It says that... This it, is a financial institution whose advice this is, is... It says, explore other actions. Add bills to boost your FICO credit score and go up. That's I'm not kidding you. That's literally I know, what I it read says. it. That's why I'm so fired up about this. <laughs> so, what they'd like you to do... Is be in more debt. Is to upgrade your wife's ring, to take her <laughs> on a vacation <laughs> to take the kids to Disney maybe get another car so my credit score would actually go up if I was more of a deadbeat with all kinds of debt as long as you paid the minimum the minimum amount on all of that debt then yes your credit score See, this is, would go up this is old fashioned thinking I suppose or maybe like I said I just don't understand money I don't understand business but to me paying the minimum is is not the right no, thing to and do. You'll never pay it off if you pay the minimum. And, and that's right. You, and then you start living that life off. and yes. you'll never because your interest rates will right, be so high. Right. So I don't know why the credit companies encourage that, but here's the deal. Now my now I know over time it'll improve again and this is like a it little will. hiccup. It's not like I, you know, uh def- went bankrupt or something. Right. Had to declare bankruptcy. <laughs> but the fact that they can do if I wanted to go get a loan for something else today, I have a less chance because I don't have debt. That's this, right. The whole system is so ridiculous. You know? <laughs> but then I say, Well, I'm not a person who understands this. So am I just an idiot? I don't think so. I think the whole system is just ridiculous. I think you're right. On the other hand, I could use a little upgrade. (laughs) I could use a little vacation. No, this is not the right reaction. Listen, FICO. (laughs) 
Who is this FICO? Who runs the FICO? Give me a face. I want to know the face. I want the name and the address of this I'm FICO. Pick, I'm picking up what you're laying down, Who FICO. Runs this I got thing. it. Better not be Bezos. <laughs> Okay, time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories we thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. Thank you for staying in touch with us on the socials where you get your podcasts or on demand on our page, 1071theboss.com. You ready for these? I'm ready. Start at number five countdown today. Number five, Albuquerque, New Mexico is honoring the show Breaking Bad. The show's creator, a guy named Vince Gilligan, this is true, has commissioned bronze statues of Walter White and the Jesse Pinkman character from the show. <laughs> and he is donating them to the city. The city has accepted them. They're going to be unveiled at the end of the month outside the convention center. Uh, Aaron Paul, who played uh, Jesse, and Brian Cranston, who played Walter White, yeah. are both going to be there as special guests as well to see their statues unveiled. That's amazing. I guess not of them. It's of them in character. Right. Doesn't it seem like a terrible idea to honor a show about meth dealers? <laughs> I mean, these are not good people, you know? I mean, at least we've got the James Gandolfini rest area. As much as I love the show, we don't have the Tony Soprano rest area. You know what I'm saying? That, that is true. <laughs> what is the deal? I mean, I know they have, a, they have a statue of Fonzie out in Milwaukee where Happy Days took place. Yeah. But, I mean, Fonzie's a good guy. Yeah. There's a myth dealer on Breaking well, Bad. he was trying to do something good for his family. That's how it started. I don't know where it's set, but nobody let the mayor of the town where Dexter is set know <laughs> that they did this for Breaking Bad. In Miami. It sounds like a terrible idea. Number four, number one movie in the country, Thor, uh, loving something or other. Chris mm-hmm. Hemsworth, of course, a star as Thor. He said in a recent interview about the movie that he uh, refrained from eating meat the day before his kissing scene with Natalie Portman out of respect to the fact that she is a very serious vegan. Wow. That seems a little ridiculous, doesn't well, it's it? nice Just of him, I guess. Brush your teeth and have a breath mint if you're worried about it. How deep is he going in for the kiss? Isn't it like a movie kiss? <laughs> I don't know how that would work. I mean, I suppose a director could tell you there. A little more tongue, Chris. I guess. Thor would use tongue. It's very respectful, I guess. That seems strange. I, mean, I can understand if you have like a nut allergy or something like that, but I mean, she's a vegan. How is she going to know if he had a sandwich the day before? Well, apparently, because I, I read about this to train for the role, he was eating like bison every 20 minutes, just like pieces of meat all the time. So maybe that's why he refrained. He's got a little meat breath going yeah, on. Yeah, he was like a lot of meat. It you want to know an absolutely true story? This really has nothing to do with Chris Hemsworth but it does have to do with Natalie Portman. You know, my high school buddy, I mentioned him, I'm going to have lunch next week, right? Yeah. Uh, he went to some sort of a retreat, and before she was really famous, she was also there. This was somewhere in New York. Okay. And so he met her, and then I found out about this story because then she got the Star Wars movie and became famous. Right. And he said that all the guys had a crush on her, and they had a gender-neutral restroom, and he went in there and wanted to sit there after she sat there because if, I, I swear to God, that's a true story. So Ew. every time I hear about Natalie Portman, that's what I think of. This is the friend you're going to go see next week? Yeah, I know. I might have Can to cancel. Can we not? I might have to cancel lunch. That's disgusting. The guy's a CEO now, and this is his. This was his strategy that's to, get, to meet a girl. Disgusting. <laughs> that's a true story. Wow. Number okay. three, Bradley Cooper is now dating Huma Abedin. I saw that name, and I said, that's familiar. Where have I heard that name before? She used to work for Hillary Clinton. Oh. Oh, my God. Okay. And was the <laughs> ex-wife of Anthony Weiner. You remember him? Oh. Carlos Danger himself. Yeah. Yes, that's who he's dating? Man, that is the greatest upgrade in the history of upgrades. <laughs> she goes from Anthony Weiner to Brad Cooper. Yeah, definitely an upgrade. I mean, it's one thing that he turns out to be a sex addict or whatever the hell his problem is, but yeah. then, I mean, just look at his face. She upgrades to Bradley Cooper. And the last name. I wow. Mean, get rid of that. That is impressive. Yeah. You don't want to be Mrs. Weiner. No. What were you thinking, Homa? Number two, there's a company in Germany that has just unveiled a uh, new upgrade for your car. It's called Easy Turn. 
So they put this adjustment and lets your front wheels turn 80 degrees to make parallel parking a little bit easier. Oh, okay. No word on when this could go to market or what the MSRP would be, but I feel like this would be right up your alley. Oh, absolutely. I don't parallel park. I don't. I will pay 60 bucks for the garage because I cannot. <laughs> it's It'll be less than the, the damage that it will cause on both our car and the people surrounding us. I don't know how to parallel park. Now, again, in theory, this seems like a good idea. Seems Even for someone who is a good parallel parker, it mm-hmm. seems convenient and easy. Yeah. But having said that, you know when you get one of those carts at the supermarket and the wheel's just a little obtuse and it's... <laughs> I feel like this could be the same deal, where it seems like a great idea to have them turn 80 degrees, yeah. but it could just do that little squeaky wheel deal, you know? What was that? You certainly don't want that. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> you know, the little squeaky wheel. I don't know You're all ever... excited to work through Trader Joe's, and all of a sudden you got one of those wheels. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know that I've ever had a wheel sound like that, but now I want to. <laughs> Bonus story for you. There's an online test. That is supposed to tell you your mental age. It has nothing to do with your intelligence, your IQ, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just based on your reactions to statements, it can guess what level of maturity you have and give you your mental age. And it's blown up with people taking this and screenshotting it for, you know, whether Facebook or TikTok or whatever. Now, I, you did, unbeknownst to you, I went on and I did this. The website's called The Real Me. Okay. I went on and clicked on it. And I actually got a number. I will not reveal the number, but it was within five years of my actual age. Really? So I was pretty impressed that I'm right where I should be in life. Mine would absolutely be like 12-year-old boy. They're like, this is a 12-year-old boy (laughs) taking this test. (laughs) Trey, stop. (laughs) Trey. Tristan, that's enough. <laughs> Boogers. <laughs> Did you take the quiz? No, I know oh. I want to, though. Well, I'd be very curious to know, so perhaps a <laughs> okay. follow-up uh, tomorrow. Maybe I'll put it on TikTok. What the hell is that? <laughs> Number one, there's a new poll that found the average person has three pairs of sunglasses that they wear in a rotation, mostly cheap pairs, because people say it's the number one item that they're afraid of losing. Why don't you show a little more care and respect to your sunglasses? Why is it so hard to... Now, I have one pair because I have prescription. Right. And I never lose track of them. I have five pair in my purse right now. What is that? I don't know. I, I will never buy prescription sunglasses because I do. I lose them. I don't know how you keep track of your... I can't keep track of my regular glasses either, though. You can't so keep that, track of anything. That's fair. I always tell you, give me the keys. Give me the room key. 12-year-old boy. Sorry. Boogers. <laughs> Boogers. <laughs> World-famous celebrity birthday foul this Thursday. MMA fighter Conor McGregor. He's 34 and very angry. Yeah. <laughs> Jane yeah, Lynch is. from Glee. And she's on uh, The Weakest Link now. Right. She is 62. Today is National Mac and Cheese Day. National Grand Marnier Day Ooh. and National Nude Day. That is a that's a combination you don't want to put together. Those three there. Light a pair. No clothes. No butt naked. Oh, by the way, this day of history, William Hanna. He's the guy behind Hanna Barbera. Of course, you remember uh, they did the Flintstones among many other cartoons. Aww. There he goes. <laughs> Morning, Fred. Man, when you're a kid, you don't appreciate how real that feeling is when you leave work at the end of the day. Yep. (laughs) You just don't know until you get there. There's always, uh, what is it, Mr. Slate on the Flintstones, and it was uh, Mr. Mr. Spacely on the Jetsons. They were like, they were the worst bosses ever. Oh, you know, they were. Slate was especially, he was really bad. And again, you don't realize these things as a little kid watching the Flintstones, but I mean, Fred's got a tough gig. You know, he's going in there, he's working at the, uh, working at the <laughs> rock quarry. The rock quarry, thank you. And working I for remember Mr. When it, Mr. Remember Slate? they go to the drive-in and they put a, put a, the, put the, <laughs> yes. the rib or whatever it was yeah, on the, the side of the car and a card flip over? Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. You don't want that to happen when you get to family. 12-year-old boy. You don't want that to happen. The family's in a minivan. That's bad news. Uh, I used to love the Flintstones and McGilla Gorilla. Remember McGilla Gorilla? Yeah, sure. 
Yeah, that was. I'm, I'm a little older than you guys. Actually, I'm quite a bit older than you guys. But it's still you know, McGillic Gorilla and and, and uh, what else was on back then? Ah, I used to watch cartoons constantly. That's all I watched. You know what he's on YouTube the other day? Remember Underdog? Yes. <laughs> hey, little little dog with a blue cape. He's cute. I used to remember that song too. Underdog, underdog. <laughs> Not a lot of words to it. Well, listen. If, <laughs> That's my kind of song. If you've been waiting for Joe <laughs> Nolan to come on the radio after all these years and sing the underdog theme, congratulations! <laughs> Today was your lucky day, babe. <laughs> Joe, I feel kind of funny, but I got to ask you a question. Sure. Uh, did you get anything in the mail from us? What do you mean? We. Uh, <laughs> We sent you a card, and I know this is kind oh, of... Oh, yeah, that was very nice of you. Oh, good. <laughs> good. I'm glad you got it, because we didn't know your address, so I stalked you, and that's how I found your address. Oh, that's a little scary. <laughs> Just so you know. It. So I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I had the right address. I did not have Joe's home address somehow. <laughs> I got his phone number for like 15 years. I, I knew he had the boat uh, down the shore. I did not know his home address. Yeah. I knew what town you lived in. So based on your, uh, your name and the town, we were able to figure it out, so... I just oh, wanted to make sure you scary. get that. Uh, yeah, but, you but yeah, I, you know, you know, I, I, I what do you call it? I, we did get it. In oh, fact, I, I showed it to Marianne, and I said, "Isn't this nice? Look at this." Good. And uh, and I forgot to say thank you. No, that's no, fine. No, I, I didn't need you. This, you. this is why I feel you. this is why I feel funny. I didn't need you to say thank you. I just wanted to make sure you got it because we weren't sure we had the right street. So there yes, you are. Yes, we got it. Good. We got. I got it. Yeah, it was great. And how was how was your little new grandson Liam doing? He's doing great. Are you kidding me? He's up there. He's living a life, man. Welcome to the world, baby. Yeah. Yeah. All, you know, eating, crying, and you know what else he does, and that's it. That's his day. It's the well, best time of your life. That's really not that much different from what goes on here. I mean, that's pretty much, that's me at least five days a week right there. Oh, my goodness. You know, he's having a great, he's having a great time right now. Doesn't yeah. have to worry about anything. He's got nothing to worry about. His mom and dad are just taking good care of him. Mm. And, uh, you know, we just, uh, everybody's all falling all over him. He's, he, it's, it's amazing. Well, post some what more pictures for the love of God. Take some more pictures. Yeah, I know. Well, you know what it is. It's funny because uh, Connor and Kim were taking thousands of pictures of this kid <laughs> in the beginning, and now it's kind of tailed off a little bit. We're <laughs> <laughs> getting tired. We got enough. We got enough. Well, they're getting tired. That's what's happening yeah, there. I'm sure. Yeah, that's it too. You know, you're right. You know what? You're absolutely right, Rochelle. That's exactly yeah. what's going on. Yeah, they're sleep deprived. Yeah, no that. more pictures. Yeah, they're sleep deprived. No more pictures. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. It happens. <laughs> Poor, Liam. <laughs> Poor Liam. He needs his own paparazzi. That's right. He, he doesn't get an agent. <laughs> well, I know a couple, so let me know yeah. when he's ready. <laughs> right. 1071, the boss. Our, our uh, good friend uh, Jeff Rafter was on the phone with me the other day. And Jeff says, uh, man, that's pretty funny how Joe likes to joke about how he used to be on uh, WABC, the talk station. I go, he's not joking. He just can't freaking remember where it is he works. <laughs> Jeff is like, well, it sounds like he's joking, so I guess you just go with it. Yeah, I guess that's what you do. It's he said, she said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, like this show, if your house was on fire, <laughs> your house is on fire, mm -hmm. what would you grab before running out the door? Think about that. And we were kind of inspired thinking about the uh, unlikely yet uh, scary situation mm -hmm. of a house being on fire. This is uh, this guy posted this. Ours is almost as bad. Lives in a condo. Uh -huh. That's the fire alarm that they installed. What's yeah. it say there? Play that again. I heard, uh, <laughs> sounds like it's got a voice or something attached to it. I know this is annoying. Yeah. 
Man, is that crazy? I don't want to play the whole thing. That's like in a hotel that happens. But uh, we, uh, we're thinking about this because ours does the same thing. It says fire. 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 It sounds like a robot voice going fire, fire. And we didn't even, last night it went off. Uh, you're just making a little toast. And yeah. it's, <laughs> it somehow thinks there's a fire. I, I don't know if it's activated by smoke per se because it wasn't really smoky and I don't know if it's heat. I don't exactly know, but it's extremely sensitive. I mean, sometimes you get a little bit of smoke in the toaster oven and I, or in the air fryer. But it's not like the whole kitchen is filled with smoke. No, no, not and at all. And it's not. Our fire alarm is not in the kitchen. It's in the hallway next to the kitchen. So it's really astonishing to me that it goes off. And not only does that one go off, but and this is a good thing. It's a safety precaution, but all of them and the entire house go off at the same right. time. So I know that our neighbors can absolutely hear, and it happens almost every day. Especially our little midnight snack. It just <laughs> it goes off. Fire, 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 fi fire. There's no fire. Remember, There's no fire. Nothing's no, on fire here. Only babies and butthead. Fire, fire. <laughs> Every time that. I hear it, but... Well, at least uh, we happen to get this video because we were thinking about it. Yes. It's not just us. All these uh, very sensitive smoke detectors. But anyhow, if your house, your house really was on fire, uh -huh. you had to go running out. What would you grab before you did it? So maybe it's a false alarm. Yeah. You know, like this guy's got the thing. He says, please evacuate the building immediately. If you got to run out of the house, what's the first right. thing? Or what would you grab before you uh, run out the house? That's your he said. She said. 732-774-4444. 774-4444 to call us. Same number to text us. We'd love to hear from you on this. We'd love to hear a little audio of your, uh, <laughs> you want to record, <laughs> make some toast this morning, record your fire uh, alarm, oh. your, uh, your smoke alarm. We'd love to hear it. You can also uh, go to Facebook. Well, it's kind of a uh, strange topic we find ourselves on this morning, but we were talking about the how sensitive the smoke detector is. Even when you just do something as uh, benign as make toast, mm -hmm. we found a video here. Someone sent us this along. Apparently, it's a pretty common deal. This guy's smoke alarm in the uh, condo. The apartment, I don't know. <laughs> See, this uh, happens in <laughs> hotels, too. You go places, it goes off, scares you. Yeah, it now, really does. So you're uh, running out of there. Now, maybe it's a real situation where there really is smoke or fire, mm -hmm. and you need to run mm -hmm. out of there and call uh, 911 or whatever it is. What would you grab before running out the door, whether it's a false alarm or the real deal? What's the first thing you grab? You know, what's something you'd certainly you know want to put in your pocket or uh, carry on out? Right. How do you, what do you think of that? Janet said, my mom's wedding dress, my dog, and my book of passwords. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you get the dog, but I don't know if you're going to be able to carry all of that. I mean, you, you certainly want to get the dog out. You got to get it. You got to get it. Quick. Are you going to carry? Your know, wedding dresses weigh like thirty pounds. How are you going to do that? If it's her mom's, though, I mean that that's the thing. When you when you think about this, it's got to be the things that are irreplaceable, right? Because you can replace photos, you can replace. Well, sometimes you can. I was gonna, that was the first thing I thought of is your book of family photos. Sure, you get some pictures of great grandma. You certainly want to save those. Well, yeah, absolutely. If they're older photos, but if there's something new that's hanging, like our wedding photos, I can print all of those out. I I want all of those obviously but right. i can reprint those yeah. i have a, you should always back up your so if you have a, a hard drive that might be something you'd want to grab because if you have things like that backed up <laughs> sure you want to grab the hard drive and you don't want anybody going through the wreck and finding exactly. all your personal information exactly. andy said my wallet and my abba tour program <laughs> that's a big dancing queen can't fan re huh? can't replace it and ian said i guess i'm supposed to say the kids but i've got a chocolate orange that i haven't opened so i guess it's a tough one a chocolate orange Yes. What's a chocolate orange? I think he's kidding. It's a it's candy. Oh. <laughs> I think he, I think I hope he's kidding. Please grab the kids. Guys running out of the house singing Mamma Mia. So. <laughs>
<laughs> your house is on fire. Now, maybe it's just the alarm going off and, the, you know, they're telling you to evacuate one of those deals. Yeah. Or maybe you got a real fire, real emergency. What are you going to grab? Maybe what's the first thing you'd grab as you're running out the door? I'd love to get your uh, thought on this. 732-774-4444 to call. So we still got time to take a couple calls. Or if you mm-hmm. want to text, if that's easier, just pull over, do that. Uh, you can also do it on our Facebook page, 1071 The Boss. Look for the graphic. Rochelle has done a fun graphic uh, this morning as we're thinking about it. It's kind of a crazy thought, right? It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Thank you again to uh, Ashley for presenting this. Now, why wait? Ashley's got their big uh, Black Friday and July sale going on. Financing options as low as $49 a month and free delivery at Ashley. Talking about, uh, speaking of the house, just imagine whether you're apartment, condo, maybe you're in a hotel, mm-hmm. or you're at home, you're in your uh, your home, and there's a smoke alarm goes off, you figure, I better get out of here, or you start seeing smoke and fire. What is the first thing you're going to grab, something you're going to make sure that you take with you as you run out the door? Bonnie, you know, sa- Bonnie said, my dog and my dad's painting. That's a great answer. Yeah, Stelia said, my purse. Yeah, everything's in the purse. It's really smart, because it, we had another text message that said, my wallet or my purse, because... I'm going to have to get a hotel. I need my ID. I mean, that's something you don't necessarily think top of mind to grab your wallet or your purse. You think something that you can't, but that you're going to need that. You have to have that after after everything is done. You so got a big Mary Poppins bag. You got to bring it with you. That's right. And Rich said, being a firefighter, I'd have to say I'd grab the fire extinguisher. <laughs> Let's shut this whole situation right down. You make right a good down. point, Rich. You yeah, make you a good point. It really does. Hi, it's the boss. <laughs> hey, good morning. I love you guys. Oh, How are you? So we we're you. good. We love you back. Thank you for saying that. Yes, you guys are my favorite. Oh, um, thank you. I was calling because you guys were talking about what you would grab in a fire. Right. And uh, my dad's condo burned down um, years ago. I was in college, and he was living in Seabright, and his condo burned down, and he actually... The first thing that he grabbed was, um, it was a bust that I had made in college. And that's the first thing that he grabbed and oh. took out of the fire was oh. this, like, this ceramic bust. And I was like, Daddy, are you kidding? Like, <laughs> and he grabbed that. And then he went back in. He wasn't supposed to go oh in. He went gosh. back in and grabbed. I know. And he grabbed, like, his laptop and, and I think, you know, like, important um, documents and and pictures, and that's what he, he saved. And then he lost, like, all of his clothes, and, oh. and uh, yeah, and he lost every, literally, he lost everything. But he saved important documents, and his laptop and that giant bus that he still has. Wow. Wow, wow. Well, I guess it uh, certainly yeah. meant something to him. Sounds, by the way, it sounds like you have a fire drill going where you are right now. <laughs> Dude, he's three. Well, hi, kids. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Uh, by the way, we are not exactly a family show, so listen, if we say anything that uh, you don't want the kids to hear, don't blame us, okay? Oh, no. He listens every morning with me on my way to work. Oh, my God. <laughs> Love it. Well, you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you for calling. Yes, you too. Have a good one, guys. Thank you. One to seven, one to boss. Hi. Hi. I've been burned out of my house twice. Really? Oh, gosh. And, uh, yeah, one in New York when I was living there and one down here in Jersey. And what'd you first grab? you want to get out, I made sure everybody was out of the house first. That's number one. Right. Sure, sure. Right. Number two, if you have pets, try to get them out. Right. Because what I did with all my important papers, I bought one of those safes, and I kept all my papers and pictures in there. Yeah. And then, and, it, and believe it or not, it worked. Everything was preserved. Oh, wow. really? That's great. Wow. Boy, that's like out so of a movie. One of those, if you don't have one of them nice big safes, you know, that are portable to carry around, 
And they're fi- they are fireproof. That's, I hope you wrote an Amazon review. Yeah, that's the Christmas gift keeps on giving, the portable <laughs> safe. No, it's not. I've had this for over 20-something years. Wow. I still have it. Well, good. I'm glad that uh, saved all your stuff. Yeah. I've never heard of a portable safe. I guess the little small ones, but... We really need to get one of those because I was thinking the first thing I would grab would be where I keep all of our important paperwork. Yeah. It's a gym bag. So I probably... Well, it's real easy. You just put it over your shoulder and It is, go. but depending on where the fire starts, I mean, they would all be gone, so <laughs> I should probably get them out of the gym bag. Maybe, listen, if we don't have the paperwork anymore, we don't have to pay the bill, okay? <laughs> we'll keep this going on uh, Facebook. You know, he's texted to us, too. The Text Connect anytime is 732-774-4444. There's a fire. you got to go run it out. A false alarm or not, what do you grab? Sure, he said. He said. Kind of a crazy, uh, crazy idea today. Oh, we're having a serious, semi-serious conversation about financials here. It almost sounds like I'm on. Almost sounds like I'm on talk radio, doesn't it, Joe? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I wouldn't want to confuse you though. Just uh... well, you, it's, I am easily confused. But that's for sure. <laughs> that was a very serious discussion for us. But I'm very fired up about this. You get no, a letter really. like that in the mail. How rude is that? Terrible, right? It's very te- yeah, but I mean, it is. It's counterintuitive. You would think that if you have less debt, you'd be more likely to get a loan, but you're not. No. You're not. We no. paid off the car we had and then put a down payment with the money we got for it, and they're upset with me. Ridiculous, Mr. Feigl. Yeah. Mr. Crazy. Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae racket. and Buster Brown. <laughs> I don't know who these people are or what they do, but I don't like them. Now, that was a shoe store, Buster Brown. That was a place you could go and get any kind of shoe you want, and it was cheap as could be. Well, it's not going to help your credit score to buy the cheap shoes. Absolutely not. Louis. Put them on the card, no. and then they'll give you a better credit score. So go to racket. Disney, spend $20,000 in the park in three weeks. Up oh, there it goes. Yeah. There it goes. Twenty. Raise the credit score. So ridiculous. It is. It's nuts.